is the NFL Draft, the 29th pick belonging to the New Orleans Saints who secured Brian Brissy, the defensive tackle from Clemson. We have got our Locked On Saints host, Ross Jackson. I am Jordan Black. But first, our NFL Draft coverage is presented by Ultimate Football GM. If you think you can run an NFL franchise, visit ultimate-gm.com to play the Ultimate NFL Franchise Simulation Game and start your dynasty today. Ross you just got off with Brian, uh, listening in from him, Dennis Allen as well. Take us through that presser right after he gets drafted in the first round and what you heard from the newest New Orleans Saints. Yeah, look, there's a lot of excitement here in New Orleans and a lot of excitement here at the New Orleans Saints facility where I'm coming to you from today. Uh, we've got, you know, uh, Dennis Allen, the head coach out here saying that, you know, he was one of two guys that was left on the board when the Cincinnati Bengals were up, so they just knew that they were going to be able to, you know, walk away with them. Defensive interior was such a big need for them, so they feel like they really addressed that or at least started to address it here. Um, you know, it's it's not necessarily a position that I wouldn't, you know, rule them double dipping, you know, out uh, uh, rule out double dipping when it comes to that spot. And then when it comes to Brian, I mean, he's very excited, obviously, to hear that name, uh, to hear his name and to get that phone call. He and a bunch of the Saints brass met along with a couple of other Clemson players while they were all uh, in Clemson during the pro day. And it, it was clear that there was a lot of interest there. He knew very well that the New Orleans Saints, when they hit the clock at 29, that they could be one of the teams that called his name. And uh, look, he's a guy that's managed adversity, that's been through a lot. And so to be able to get to this point to where his name gets called, he gets that phone call. It was a, a monumental moment for him and his family. Yeah, can you speak a little bit to what he's been through and, and what folks can can learn a little bit more about Brian and what he brings to the Saints organization, not only on the field, but off of it? Yeah, I mean, goodness gracious, the the stuff that this poor guy has gone through. I mean, he had a you know fantastic rookie season. Came into Clemson as the number one recruit across the entire nation. He was one uh, one spot ahead of the guy that went number one overall in this year's draft and Bryce Young and he gets to Clemson and he's the ACC defensive rookie of the year and then the second season he has an ACL tear comes back after that um, and at the beginning of the 2022 NFL season his little sister Ella passed away at the age of 15 uh, after an 18-month fight with uh, a very aggressive form of brain cancer and so we have to think about not only that moment in September of 2022 when uh, when she did pass away, but the 18 months prior and the every day ever since then that has been you know, part of the adversity that he's had to manage. And he went out there and had his second best season, although he dealt with some fluky injuries, kidney infections, things like that during his senior year. I mean, you name it, this guy has been through it and he's navigated it and he's always come out on top of it. And when we spoke to him today, you can see the character, you can see the makeup, which is a big thing that the New Orleans Saints really focus on. Not only how can you contribute off the field, Jordan, but as you said, what can you do uh, in the locker room? How can you be a leader to some of these other players? This is a guy that is a born and bred leader and should be able to also have a major impact on the field in the defensive interior, a place where the New Orleans Saints needed to address going into this draft and uh, do it with a guy that they really, really love in Brian Brzee. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned how important that will be for the locker room, but we do know that there is a glaring defensive need for this team. So how how much of an impact can he make right away or, or just at least how much growing can he do um, as part of this Saints organization? Yeah, I think a lot of folks look at him as a guy that is uh, a, a very effective pass rusher on the interior, but has some strides to make in the run game. I think, you know, he was pretty aware of that himself as well, which is another piece of the quality character cake that the New Orleans Saints or Pi really like to take a slice out of is, are you aware of your strengths and weaknesses? And he absolutely has that. 
Uh, and so I think, you know, you look at him as somebody that's probably going to see a, a heavy amount of work his rookie season. I mean, he's a plug and play kind of guy in the interior. The Saints lost. They had a big, massive exodus on their defensive line over the course of free agency. They brought in a couple of new guys in Colin Saunders and Nathan Shepard, who give you some attacking, penetrating three tech and, you know, a big time run stopper that can also, you know, uh, is very athletic and, and, and can get productive in the pass rush game as well and Colin Saunders and you know you pair him up with those guys to where the Saints can continue to use their heavy rotation but I mean I think I think Brian Brzee is going to see a lot of snaps his rookie season and he has the ability to really make an impact especially now with a guy like Bryce Young twice a year in the division those smaller quarterbacks the key to beating those guys is to get pressure immediately up the middle so a guy like Brian Brzee sees his draft value become even more important because of the selection that happened at number one overall in the same evening. You mentioned not being worried that they filled one defensive hole and that they might not be be worried about double dipping there. Do you see them filling those other defensive needs as the draft continues? Seven more picks. What what does New Orleans need to do to ensure that this is a successful 2023 draft? Yeah, I think you keep building in the trenches, and I think that's going to be a big focus for this New Orleans Saints team, whether that's over on the offensive side or on the defensive side. They have the ninth selection in the second round at pick 40 overall. That's a spot where they could go offensive line with a guy like uh, uh, Florida uh, offensive guard, um, Osiris Torrance still on the board, Steve Avila, another guard that's still on the board out of TCU, uh, Cody Mauk, a, a guy that would be a tackle guard transition coming out of North Dakota State University. That Those could all be good selections, or they could still – address their defensive line and go to the edge a, a local guy here bj ojalari out of lsu premier pass rusher he's still on the board they could go to a guy like isaiah foskey out of notre dame as well who checks all the boxes in terms of their prototypes and productivity and athletic testing so i think that the next step for them is just to continue to build where they have cared so much i mean you look all the way back to gosh they've used one of their first two selections on either offensive line or defensive line for the last I want to say near decade at this point. So I think they can continue to uh, focus in uh, on those spots, whether it be on the offensive side or the defensive side. Absolutely. Well, for more on the Saints, be sure to tune in to Locked on Saints as part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Ross, thank you for your insight. We appreciate it. And um, we will chat with you tomorrow.